another edition of Sports with Yosef. I'm Yosef Macinter, and as an Orioles fan, I'm counting down the days for two things. One, the Yankees and Red Sox being eliminated from the postseason. Hopefully that'll be in the first round. Number two, for the Ravens. And as I count down the days till the Ravens have their first game on September 9th, the Ravens, they have to count down their roster from 90 to 53. All coming up and more today on Sports with Yosef. So the Ravens traded Camille Correa on Tuesday to the Tennessee Titans for a sixth-round pick. And it looked like Correa would make the roster, but they traded him. They had a lot of depth at linebacker and defense, especially secondary. And so I get it, and they're going to get some compensation. I think they should have gotten better for a sixth-round pick. Honestly, I, I thought that was a very undervalued trade, but that was the Ravens' decision. They thought that that would be worth it, plus getting to keep another player on this roster. The question for a lot of Ravens fans, though, have been three quarterbacks or two. Lamar Jackson is not ready for the NFL. He's not been crisp. He's not been clear. He looked pretty good, though. He did look pretty good against the Dolphins. And that looked like a big step forward. So that was very good to see. And the question was, if you're keeping Lamar... Well, you're definitely keeping Lamar. And you're definitely keeping Joe Flacco. So the question is, Robert Griffin III... He's played very well in the preseason. Looks like a very capable backup. But I have maintained he will not make this roster. If Flacco goes down, then Lamar's going to come in. And we're going to see what happens. Hopefully it won't be for long. But if Flacco has a season-ending injury, then our chances at a postseason run are over. Even with RG3 as quarterback. They were over. So I didn't see how wasting a roster spot on talent in a big year. This is Lousy Newsom's last year. Flacco's under pressure. You've got Harbaugh under pressure. This is a big year because you've got your quarterback of the future in a whole different franchise coming up in Lamar Jackson. This had to be a good year for the Baltimore Ravens, for Joe Flacco to still be wearing a Ravens uniform and John Harbaugh to still be the coach. And I didn't think they would be able to waste a roster spot on having the luxury of a third quarterback. Another position that people were very interested in was the wide receiver position. And the first four were very obvious. You have Michael Crabtree, John Brown, Willie Sneed, Chris Moore. But after that, it looked like it could be anyone's game. And if I had to ask a Ravens fan, who is the one receiver who is not making this roster, who would the answer be? Brashad Perryman. Well, I've got news for you. Perryman's going to make this roster. He's had a pretty good preseason. In fact, he's looked pretty almost better than a lot of the other guys. And lastly, struggled a little bit, although he looks like he's picked it up. You've got Jaleel Scott. He struggled. Janarian Grant not doing great. Devere Posey not making enough of an impact. Tim White having trouble catching the ball and as a receiver. And I just was like, he's going to make this roster. They, when they picked up that bonus, it really sealed the deal for me. And Chris Moore will probably do the kick returns. I'm not yet sure about punt returns. 
but this wide receiving core is actually very interesting to me in the fact that I think they're going to keep seven wide receivers. I told you the first four. I think I'm very sure Bashad Perriman making this roster as well as Jordan Lastly, I thought would be the number six. But when I was going through the whole numbers game, and I've been writing out many different scenarios for this roster in preparation for this podcast, there was, I was got to 52-man roster, and I was pretty happy with what I had. Yeah, I was a little thin at one at maybe defensive line, but I had up that, and, and I was pretty happy with what I had, and I love this receiver score. You know, like, I think this is a team that they could keep seven wide receivers. And I think Tim White will be the number seven wide receiver, and I think he'll make an impact, both in the return game and the deep ball. I like what he brings to this team. And to me, just, he might get cut once we see Jimmy Smith and Hayden Hurst. Well, Hayden Hurst will make the roster, but he won't be dressing until week five, looks like. But when Jimmy Smith comes back, that could be the guy you cut. But until then, he could be a nice deep ball threat and give you some depth at wide receiver in what the Ravens want to be a very good and dynamic offense. Speaking of dynamic offense, the tight end position. They had... Seven tight ends on the 90 men. And I loved every single one of them. And I knew four of them would make it. And one of them would be Hayden Hurst. One of, and another one would be Mark Andrews. Nick Boyle would probably also make it. They had other guys. Vince Maley. Max Williams. Nick Kaiser. And it was just a tough battle. But it's going to go to Max Williams. That fourth tight end slot. But they could theoretically keep five. I told you earlier I want. I think they'll keep seven wide receivers. If they then, instead of doing seven wide receivers, try to do five tight ends and keep it Darren Waller or Vince Maley, I would be 100% in favor of that. I want Flacco to have pass-catching targets. I don't want another guy, defensive lineman, a Zach Seiler, who, yes, he was the last pick by draft pick by Ozzie Newsome, but no, that doesn't give him enough shot at this roster. And I love this guy, and I think he can make the practice squad. I don't think that gives him enough. To make this roster. To the running backs. And and the running backs was the second to least competitive slot for me. I knew Collins, Alex Collins would make the roster. Kenneth Dixon, Buck Allen, Patrick Ricard is fullback. That was no question to me. Those guys, they complement each other really well. And I think that could be a very dangerous backfield. Along with Joe Flacco and maybe even have Lamar Jackson in there for some snaps. That was one of the least competitive slots position slots on this roster. One of the most competitive and most dynamic in my mind was the secondary. And I loved it. The secondary was deep. I loved every position in it and I would hate to cut any guy on there if I was a coach or have and I would hate to have a guy cut who was on that secondary. One of the best things that happened to the secondary and one of the best things that happened to this player was having Deshaun Elliott get injured. He's out for the season. And on a year where this secondary is so competitive, it's going to give them a very good chance of making the roster next year when the, where there's got to be less competition because I don't know how you can have more competition than this. And besides for that, it opened up a slots and made the secondary very clear. Jimmy Smith will not count against the roster as he is suspended for the first four weeks, unfortunately. But they're going to have Eric Weddle, Tony Jefferson, Chuck Clark... Then they had Marlon Humphrey, who I think can step in for Jimmy Smith very capably. 
Brandon Carr, you got Tavon Young in the slot, Maurice Kennedy, Anthony Everett, I love that guy, he's been playing with such heart, and he's for sure going to make this roster, Stanley Jean-Baptiste, underratedly, not a lot of guys know about him, but he could very easily make this roster, find a home here in Baltimore, he's been at have, he's really got some very dominant coverage in the preseason. I've really liked that he's been next to him. You throw the balls away, even if they catch it, it would have been a perfect throw because his coverage was just phenomenal of the playing time he got in the preseason. Anthony Levine Sr. is another guy who will make that secondary. Another contested position battle was the linebackers. And the linebackers, until Kamalei Correa was traded, was very unclear to me. I mean, I knew Suggs would make it. I knew Mosley would make it. I knew Tim Williams, Patrick Onwasu, and Kenny Young. But then, Zadarius Smith, Matthew Judon, and Albert McClellan, and Kamali Correa for a little bit. Then Correa got traded, and I'm like, you know what? They're going to probably go with nine linebackers. So I'll be Matthew Judon, Zadarius Smith, who will hopefully take the next step up, and Tim Williams. Unfortunately, they're probably not going to be able to keep Chris Board. I know some guys have the Ravens keeping Chris Board and not having another pa pass catching target for Flacco. I don't see that happening. I really see this being an offensive center team this year with a very dominant defense. But I like this linebacker's crew. They can get a lot of pass rush. Tim Williams he looks like he's taking the next step. Tyus Bowser looks like he's taking the next step. I like what Kenny Young and Patrick Onwasu, the battle they've had, for who will be starting next to C.J. Mosley. And that was a very, very fun battle to watch throughout the preseason, and it's not over yet. There is still the Redskins game at M&T Bank Stadium coming up on August 30th. Well, be releasing a podcast that day. And Matthew Judon looks like he can take the next step up and become a double-digit sack guy opposite Terrell Suggs. And that, I really like that position group. And there was a defensive line. And defensive line was tough for me because I talked for a little bit about Zach Seiler. And I wanted him to make this team, and I'm sure Ozzie Newsom wants him to make him, have him make this team. I just couldn't see how in the world it would happen. There was too much talent. I saw Michael Pierce, Willie Henry, Brandon Williams, Brett Urban making this team. I saw Chris Wormley, Bronson Calfusi making this team. But after that, I was it. And you also had... Yeah, and you also have Patrick Ricard, who can play defensive tackle, so that would give you more depth of that position. And I want, as much as I want Seiler to make this team, hopefully he can make it on the practice squad. Um, Carl Davis was got another guy who looks like he wouldn't make it, but maybe they could theoretically trade him. I didn't see that happening, just because I think if you really look at the Ravens, you can see there's just no room for him on this roster. Another uncontested position, but one of the least deep positions, actually, was offensive line. And offensive line was interesting to me this year because if the starters are healthy, I think the Ravens are Super Bowl contenders if they can keep this a healthy team. But if they're not, I have no idea how this is going to happen with Flacco under a lot of pressure. Because you've got, you're going to have your starters, Ron Lee Stanley, Alex Lewis, Marshall Yonda, Mascura, Orlando Brown Jr. The backups are going to be Jermaine Illuminor, James Hurst, Bradley Bozeman, and Nico Saragusa. Love that name. And the level between the number one guys and the number two guys is really big. And in the NFL, I have said it before, probably not on this podcast, but 
the great teams are, and the teams that win championships are when you have a guy go down, you have a guy who's very capable of stepping up. Let's look at the 2017 Eagles. Carson Wentz goes down. Their quarterback, the guy who had had a phenomenal MVP caliber season, going down. And you had Nick Foles, and he stepped up, and he had a heck of a postseason to help win the Super Bowl. It was, that is what, having a guy like that on your team who will step up when the guy gets injured, it's a next level guy up, which defines who in my mind makes the Super Bowl. And I don't like the next guy up for the Ravens. I don't think it's deep enough. I don't think they can, they're good enough, especially not James Hurst. Bradley Bozeman. We're talking about young guys, we're talking, and we're talking about guys who have not made it, who have not been good over the career. The starters are great. I like the starters. I think this is a very talented starters group. I think the backups need a lot of improvement, and that is one position group that worries me. I said earlier there were two position groups that, for mine, were sure bets. One was running backs, and the other one was special teams. The punter, Sam Cook. Kicker, Justin Tucker. Long snapper, Will be Morgan Cox. And I liked Kerry Vedvik. He was a, such a good guy. And what I really liked about him was he saved you a roster spot. He could kick, he could punt, and he could do the kickoffs. And all three, that saved you a roster spot. That's what I really, really liked about him. Unfortunately, he's not going to be able to make this roster. Tucker and Cook are just too good. But he'll find another home in the NFL. And in another year where the Ravens don't have such a talented roster, that's a guy where, in my mind... If I'm Ozzie Newsome, I'm keeping him. So either I can get a pretty good draft pick for him, or eventually I'm going to let Tucker Cook's contract run up, and I'm going to have a very capable guy, and I can have a one guy, special teams, plus a long snapper, and that saves me a roster spot. And that's where you can get and have that depth that defines champions. That's how you do it, by having guys who can play multiple positions, guys like Anthony Levine, a Patrick Ricard, and a Kerry Vedvik. They won't make the roster. And as the coaches, they've got to decide uh, sometime on Saturday. Who will make this roster, who won't? The team I just gave you, that's a team I think will make this roster. I'm very confident in that team. But I see other options they could go. If they keep three quarterbacks, I won't be happy about it. But I understand if they don't do seven wide receivers, if they don't do four tight ends, nobody knows. It's up to the coaches. And... Remember, the last maybe five guys on the roster, they've got to play special teams. I have not seen those all those guys play special teams. The, Tim White can, I know that. I know a, Darren, I believe Darren Waller can convince Maley. I, I don't know. But special teams will be the key for a lot of guys making this roster. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sports with Yosef. I'm Yosef Macinter. I'll see you next time.